The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Let us help you discover the keys to success, the keys to success in your internet marketing. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, CertifiedKnowledge.org. Overcome the trials and tribulations of the past and let Marketing Nirvana revolutionize your revenue stream and ROI. Prepare to experience Marketing Nirvana right now. Here are your hosts. Hi, welcome to Marketing Nirvana. I'm your host, Brad Geddes, the founder of Certified Knowledge. We're a PPC training and toolset company. On this show, we will investigate various ways in which your marketing efforts can reach a state of nirvana. You can find show notes and other information about our guests on CertifiedKnowledge.org. Now, today we have one of my favorite guests, um, one of the superstars of content targeting, uh, Shelly Ellis. Uh, Shelly has over 10 years of search engine marketing experience I'm across quite a few industries, including implementing paid search and content network strategies for uh, several Fortune 500 companies. However, she's not just an AdWords person. She's a display advertising evangelist. Shelly is someone I've regularly conversed with uh, for years about AdWords, a special display network. So we're pleased to have her on the show today. Uh, welcome, Shelly. Thank you. Excited to be here. Ah, great, great to have you. Now, Shelly and I have been talking about AdWords and Content Network for actually several years. And this sort of puts us in a school, uh, the old school group of marketers. Now, I know you don't go through this, but the reason I'm going to say this today is that Google called the Google Display Network, or GDN, the content network for years. And anyone who's sort of in the old school will always say content network. So we're going to talk with this today, but if we say display network, GDN, or content network, it's the same thing. Just let everyone know. So before we, we really start getting into the nuts and bolts of content, um, Shelly, can you just, as a quick refresher, sort of sum up the difference between content and search and what the content network really is? Okay, well, uh, search display, or uh, well, there's so many different names for it, too. Paid search, um, pay-per-click, that type of marketing is typically on an auction basis for keywords. So um, if someone is searching for a keyword and you have, um, you have bid on that keyword, then that would be paid search or pay-per-click. The display network is the other side of the fence. It's actually everything that isn't search. So it could be anywhere on the Internet, um, on news sites, blogs, discussion forums. It could be on your social networking sites that you go to. So there, there's advertising. It could be in the form of an image ad or uh, it could even be a video ad or a text ad. All of those ads uh, fall under the display advertising umbrella. Excellent. And I think one thing people really think of is the size difference between search and display. When you look at where people spend their time online, only 5% is spent with search. So display really is the other 95% of time 
and that, that time I spend online. So it's much, much larger. It is. So um, until recently, uh, AdWords, especially the display network, was mostly keywords and placements. Now, we're going to get into some fun stuff Shelly's been playing with recently in, in a little bit. But first, um, optimizing for display is much different than search. So can you sort of take us through placements and keywords and really how people should think about setting up display campaigns? Well, Google originally came out with keyword, um, uh, more or less how you could plug keywords into your display network. And uh, by doing that, Google would go out on the content network, out on the display network, and Google would find the websites that they felt like were appropriate for, you know, for your ad, for your um, for your website based on the keywords that were in your ad group. And and that's evolved over time. It, it, when it first started, it was very crude. It's very sophisticated now. But um, but it's still, with, with keyword themes, which is also called automatic placements, you, you can set up a number of keywords in your ad group. And Google still goes out onto the content network, and, it, and they go out, uh, Google goes out and they find sites that are appropriate based on those keywords. And that's sort of a simplified um, way of, of telling you about it, because it really is, there's, there's a lot more to it than that. <laughs> but that's an easy way to, to understand it. Um, managed placements would be uh, Google's version of, of you telling Google specifically where you want your ads to show. So if I wanted my ads to show on CNN.com or I wanted my ads to show on about.com, but, but about.com has a section for skiing and, you know, and, and I have a skiing retail shop, then I can tell Google specifically, show me on CNN, show me on about.com slash skiing. That falls under Google's opportunity for managed placements. So managed placements, I mean, they're great to start with, especially for new display because you get to choose the sites you're actually on. Now, you'd mentioned that you know, choosing keywords is a little more complex than that. What are your, your couple of tips maybe or things that if you're going to say you know, something in just a minute or two about choosing keywords for content that you'd want to make sure someone knew? Um, I, the thing about keywords is um, – I always step out outside of what I do in my paid search campaign. So you, you kind of have to, to think beyond your paid search instead of just copying your paid search campaigns and, and turning on the button, you know, the, the setting and for the display network. There, there's too many other opportunities for you to, to do things beyond what people search for. And what people search for is different um, from the way that people write and speak and, you know, and video content and that kind of thing. And so there's, there's this whole language in the display network. There's this whole set of communication. And when you create your keywords, you have to think in those terms. So if, if I wanted to get on a, um, a blog that talked, uh, you know, maybe it's for mommies and uh, it talks about raising your kids and, and, you know, when it's time to start CP cups or take away the pacifier, that kind of thing, then I have to think in, in the way that people would write or the, the way that people would speak or communicate on a blog type of setting. So that's how you would put your keywords together as opposed to thinking how people search. That's fair. And just to, that, that nitty gritty 
is for Content Network, Google does not care about match types. They look at negative keywords, but match types don't even matter. So it really is a, a much different sort of selection when trying to put your site appropriately on uh, Content Network sites. Yes. Now, recently, Google just launched something new, um, Topic Targeting. And that's yes. something you've been playing with quite a bit. Can you first tell us what topic targeting is? Topic targeting um, would equal the equivalent of being able to tap into categories. So if you were under um, the software category and, and you had software that you sold, then in the display network, everything is categorized. So, and, and you have top level categories, for instance, travel has a top level, you know, that would be a top level category. Whereas under the travel category, you might have um, flights, you know, and, and air travel, and you might have another category for buses and, or, or maybe a tra another category for hotels. So, the whole display network is just, you know, everything has a category attached to it, all these landing pages that are out there. And so topic targeting allows you to actually specifically tell the display network, I only want to be shown when a site has been categorized for software or for uh, Windows-based software or for Mac-based software, or there might be other specific subcategories that fall under that. So it, it's it's a little bit um, more specific. Way. It, it's not as, um, you're not as confined as you are with managed placements. Because when you tell Google that you want to be on managed placements, that's the only place your, your ads are going to show. But then on the other side, if you, if you tell Google, that I want to be on automatic placements, I'm using keywords, then Google sort of just kind of gets the run of the display network. Whereas topic targeting sort of fits in the middle. Um, topic targeting allows you to, to sort of define or refine specifically where you're shown, but you're still giving Google a little more leeway. You're just giving them sort of some boundaries on each side. Now, do you find that the topics are specific enough do you find that you need to that there's too general in some cases? I mean, how have you found the topics you can work with? Um, I, there's been a number of different experiments that I've run with that. Um, you have to be very careful because, if, for instance, if you're in financial, if you're in that industry, you may be specifically interested in um, reaching people that are that are interested in, for instance, trading, day trading, or stocks. But under the financial category, that may also cover people who have debt management issues or distressed property or those types of things. So when you're working with, with categories, you really need to make sure that you're working with the categories that are appropriate for you. So take a look at the top level, but then look at the subcategories as well before you just say, okay, I'm under financial. I just need to cover that whole topic because there's a, there may be a chance that you, you don't need to cover that whole topic and you just need to sp um, pick the specific subcategories that are appropriate to you. So when you're choosing a topic, so would you recommend, so you have an ad group here, and let's say there's no keywords, no placements, nothing. It's just an empty ad group with some ad copies in it, and, and you want to start with topic targeting. Do you start with just a single topic per ad group? Can you add multiple topics per ad group? Um, what do you sort of recommend if you're starting with topic targeting from a setup standpoint? Well, it's, it's certainly possible to add multiple um, topics within one 
one particular ad group. But when you do that, you have to be careful because you wouldn't want to have an ad that's relevant to um, day trading and then um, pick a target, a topic that's relevant to something else um, and your ad doesn't fit that particular topic, even though, you know, technically you're trying to reach the same audience. So from an ad copy standpoint, you might want to split out your topics uh, based on your ad copy and based on those audiences. But theoretically, you could you could group multiple topics under one ad group as long as they're all relevant to that ad. Now, if you were to do something like that, would Google show you the stats per topic or they show you stats at the ad group level? Oh, you know, Brad, um, that's a good question because I um, – that's a really good question, Brad. <laughs> okay. No, that's, that's right. yeah. I find sometimes with Display Network that if you – you know, if you have retargeting in the same ad group that you have um, keywords and placements, then Google will sometimes show your stats at the placement level, not retargeting, and sometimes the keyword level, and it can be sort of confusing to figure out where your, your numbers are. I'm so used to pulling placement reports where I just go in and I look at my cam- my um, topic targeting specifically that I'm not used to going back into the interface. And I probably should do that more because most people do that. But for me, I'm used to running the placement reports and just looking at digging down into that information. Okay, that's fair. Um, Makes a whole lot of sense. And um, so the next thing I was sort of thinking of is if you do topic targeting and you have an ad group with just topics in it, can you add keywords to that ad group? And if you do... Does that mean that Google's going to serve you within a topic and by your keyword lists, or how does that work if you try to refine it? Um, it's really, yeah, it is just refining it. That's really all it is. Um, and if you choose to do that, uh, my practice is typically to only use one keyword um, or maybe one to three keywords at the most, because if you start trying to define it too much, you're going to limit your target, your traffic. But yes, technically you could go in, for instance, we could go into sports and we could put the word tennis. Um, and then we could target specifically under the sports category, but for pages that are revolving around the topic around tennis or the conversations around tennis. So okay, yes. We're going to keep going through this question in just a second. We're going to take a, a quick break for our sponsors and then come back and look and talk more Shelly about really how to get this targeting, interesting ways you can do targeting with topics. More Marketing Nirvana after we thank our sponsors. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. MySEOTool.com is your all-in-one SEO management resource. 
MySEOTool.com makes it easy to optimize and oversee all of your SEO efforts. Line-by-line detailed reports help you identify any problems and show you how to fix them. MySEOTool.com is completely automated. Once you use it, you will see a rise in your search rankings and traffic. Try My SEO Tool risk-free today. Go to MySEOTool.com. MySEOTool.com. We're rocking the world with LinkedIn. Hey, it's Mike O'Neill and Lori Rupp, the LinkedIn rock stars. We are ready to rock your world with LinkedIn. Join your fearless leaders, Mike and Lori, as they reveal insider secrets. Because I know the secrets, don't I, Mike? Chat with other LinkedIn gurus. We have, we have great guests on our show. Today is no exception at all. And answer your LinkedIn questions. All caps, Mountain Dew, comma space, all little letters, sleep. Rock the world with LinkedIn, Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Injecting new life into your Internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, only on webmasterradio.fm. And we're back talking about the display network with Shelly Ellis. And we're sort of going through Google's new option with, tar- with target, or sorry, topic targeting. Now, okay, so Shelly, just to make sure I- I'm clear on this and everyone else is, if I were to choose sports as my category, and let's say I chose um, the keyword tennis, and I'm trying to th- – and let's say the site was about um, – Tennis shorts. Is, is tennis shorts being apparel technically in sports? Or would Google possibly show the ad because I use tennis as a keyword? You know, is it refined first by topic, then by word? Or, or do you know how that really some some practices in there? You know, I don't I don't know exactly how Google sets that up because you know Google Google is responsible for setting up those categories, and um, and, and I know in mine it. In, in the past, Google tends to be pretty general about how they um, how they categorize things, and, and pages can actually be under multiple categories. So, you know, it it could be possible that it could be under apparel and under sports. Okay, so when, when you're if they say you start with topic targeting and, and you choose sports or whatever your topic is, do you then is your next step really to look at the placements and determine where you want to be in excluding sites or what's your next step then? Yeah, the next step would be definitely looking at placements both for exclusions and for adding sites. Probably the most powerful way to use this particular type of t- of um, strategy under AdWords is to to start with a topic. And then add a managed placement um, as another um, as to that particular ad group, because then what happens is if it's a very large, for instance, let's just take Google's top one thousand. You know, that's you know, those are the the highest traffic sites you know in the world. So we've got a thousand of the the highest traffic sites. Well, normally we wouldn't want to use that as a managed placement, but when we combine it and we add that managed placement. Um, with topic targeting, then what happens is that Google 
recognizes that we only want to be shown on that managed placement when it's when the pages have been categorized for the topic we've chosen. So that's an interesting point. I'm going to cut you off, but let's say, say I want to be in the New York Times, and, and that's obviously gets a lot of traffic, so I don't want to be there. I'm in the New York Times travel section. So I can go into managed placements, and I could say I want to be in the New York Times travel section, or I can say – I want to be in the New York Times and use topics to say I want to be in the travel section. Does that get yes. me the same place? Is one better than the other? Well, if you only do New York Times slash travel, <clears throat> then that's pretty much going to limit you to that particular subcategory in the pages that are under that. Whereas if you do NewYorkTimes.com and you have the topic for travel, then if an article comes out that's related to travel that doesn't for whatever reason, doesn't get archived under that particular subcategory or, or category and the, the New York Times, then Google will still see it as categorized for travel, and you're still going to have your ads um, showing on that page or appropriate for that page because it, it it's the same category. That's a great point. So really is more, do you want more traffic or do you want more, um, a, a little more control over where it's being displayed? Interesting. Um, so... One of the, the big settings always with the Display Network is your campaign setting that tells Google only put me on placements I target or put me everywhere, right? Yes. So when doing target topic uh, – with doing topic targeting, do you recommend starting – let's say you're brain new to this. You want to try out topics. Do you recommend using the setting only put me on certain places and combining it with placements or do you try more general put me everywhere and and then run your your queries what do you sort of think is the best way to get started with this um i i will start a lot of people off with just topics and then we start adding the managed placements or we start combining the managed placements with the topics okay so in that case and you have to choose a setting that says put me pretty much anywhere on the web um, because you don't have any topic, uh, any placements to start with. Okay, yeah, that, that's that's good to know. Um, any anything else you've really found about topic targeting that um, we haven't covered yet, or people should know about? Anything to be aware of? Um, <clears throat> just that that Google's category targeting isn't perfect. Um, so it's still good to, to go through your placement reports, and it's still good to, to pull those and and take a look at them and make sure that uh, your ads are being shown where you want them to be shown. Because it, it can, um, you know, I mean, it, you can be shown on sort of oddball sites, just like you would if you were on automatic placements or managed placements. Perfect. Well, thank you, Shelly. So we're going to take one last break here and let our sponsors speak. We're going to wrap up with Shelly and a few more interesting uh, details on the content network. More Marketing Nirvana after we thank our sponsors. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. 
Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Our clients have earned over $1 billion. Now it's your turn. With over 20,000 products to promote across a huge variety of niches, ClickBank provides countless ways for any affiliate to make money. You can promote any product immediately. No contracts required. Looking for recurring commissions? Upsell products? ClickBank's got them. And best of all, you can make up to 75% commissions. Ready to become the next ClickBank success story? Sign up now for free at ClickBank.com. Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips, Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Entertainment Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Injecting new life into your internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back. Um, so we're talking with Shelly Ellis about uh, content network and specifically topic targeting. She's had actually some fantastic uh, points, some interesting stuff. So, Shelly, we have um, about five minutes left here. So if you were to to say to someone who's maybe done content network a little bit and you know, maybe three or four key things they should look out for, big mistakes people make, things people none of people try, what would be your, your list of – Hey, here's two or three or four things that you really see the try or, or make sure you're not mis- making the mistake of doing. Probably one of the, <clears throat> excuse me, probably one of the biggest things that I see is that when people pull placement reports, they tend to get a little um, site exclusion crazy. So they start excluding sites, you know, based on oh well, this you know this just doesn't look relevant, or um, you know this is costing me a lot, <clears throat> a lot of money. And in reality, they're, what they're not doing is, is they're not digging down to see if there's a specific page or a specific category or subcategory on that particular website that's causing the problem. So I, I see it all the time where people will, will, they will exclude the top-level domain. And when they exclude that top-level domain, I've, I've actually seen them exclude converting pages because of that, because they didn't dig down far enough or they didn't, you know, look far enough down. So that's probably one of the, the biggest mistakes. Um, one of the second biggest mistakes that I see is that people just try to copy their paid search accounts and, and force them to work in the display network. And it just doesn't work the same. Uh, I've seen ad groups where, you know, there were hundreds and hundreds of, of keywords. Um, and another thing that I see is that people will come to me on the, and they'll say, Shelly, I'm doing exactly what you tell me, but it's not working, you know. And so I go into their account and they have one campaign and one ad group, you know, and that's it. <laughs> and, um, you know, the thing about the display network is that, you know, you really have to give Google a chance. And sometimes it takes 
throwing, you know, 20, 50, 100 ad groups out there to see how Google's going to respond to that. And and you're just, you know, if you're frustrated, take a look at how many campaigns and ad groups you have because you probably need to expand out. Now, that, that's some good advice. In fact, I think um, you mentioned earlier you often start with one to three keywords and ad groups. I try not to start with more than eight to 12 maximum and sometimes and often like three or five keywords and ad groups. And this is for display, not not for search. But in fact, I think the interesting point that some at Google, one of the PMs told me was that if you have more than 50 keywords in a content ad group, they just pick 50. And it's not really done any rhyme or reason of how they do that targeting. So generally, too many keywords for content really messes up targeting. And if you want to learn more about the content network, um, Shelly's got a great uh, free newsletter at contentnetworkpulse.com. Of course, we at CertifiedKnowledge.org have quite a few lessons on Content Network as well. Um, Shelly has another um, ContentNetworkInsider.com is her consulting site, and she does consulting on Content Network, product sales, so forth. Um, and Shelly, how should people get a hold of you, or, or what should they look for of your offers? Um, I have a couple of offers out there. One is called YourAdsEverywhere.com. The other is YourClicksEverywhere.com. So if you're interested in retargeting and some information about that, that would be the YourClicksEverywhere.com. And uh, other than that, you know, I'm pretty pretty visible out there under just typing in my name, which is Shelly Ellis. And so if you want to see more, uh, ContentNetworkInsider.com is uh... – a good site for learning more about the content network. So thanks, Shelly. Um, that was fantastic. We definitely appreciate you coming by and sharing your content wisdom with us. Thank you. And, uh, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, new episodes of Marketing Nirvana can be found on Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. And you can find the archives of our past episodes at wemesterradio.fm or on iTunes. iTunes.